Welcome to the 24 Podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for 24 on Fox. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And tonight we're covering episode 9, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, boy, a lot of stuff happened this episode. Yes. You can't complain about the amount of stuff that happened. Yeah. Uh, I have to give a shout out to the crack news team reporters and coverage in Britain. Oh, they're fast. They can be at a stadium... In 10 seconds, graphic package, <laughs> uh, cameras showing smoke and craters. It's mm-hmm. incredible. If the CIA or MI5 could move at this speed and alacrity, mm. this show would be called Four. <laughs> Just give the press guns. Yeah. Done. Problem solved. Yeah. All crime in London. Replace gone. cameras with bazookas. <laughs> <laughs> with cameras on them because i want to see oh, that yeah. shit gun cameras for sure for sure speaking of gun cameras you were a hundred percent right i was not 100 percent right our listeners were 100 percent right our listeners were 100 percent right on chloe having changed the feed up and the, the the president getting off the field in time i'm still super skeptical that an old man could run off the field in that amount of time but okay it happened yeah. It I, definitely happened. Uh, I believe you said something about eating a hat. Eating a hat? Yeah, there's hats that were going to be eaten. I was going to eat a hat? Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. Maybe a grandpa hat? I don't know. <laughs> I, can, should I make chewing noises? Like, does that <laughs> translate to podcasting? I don't know. I feel like we're playing a game of pitch and catch, and I'm just whiffing them over your head. So yeah. <laughs> we should probably move on. Okay, sounds good. What did you... What did you think about the fact that the terrorist actually is the honorable, ethical one? Mm. That they have, I mean, she was going to keep her word to the extent that she did nosedive the majority of the drones, and she only reversed course when her son uncovered treachery in the form of a CSI style hands on uh, the president's facial tick. Yep. Yep. What if the president just had Tourette's, man? (laughs) Did, Did they think of that? No, no, they didn't. Late onset Tourette's, and mm-hmm. now they're blowing up a train station for no good reason. Cat Stark, what the hell? Yeah, uh, I I don't know what to say about this. This all seems very implausible to me. The idea that someone who has direct control over the drone and the camera would not understand that their camera has been hijacked. Well, I can like when I'm playing a that. video game, I can tell which player I am on the split screen based on how the player is moving. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of assist, like GPS assist. There's not a whole lot of direct control, especially is, yeah. with the camera that, like, once you lock onto a target, it just kind of loiters and looks in that direction. So I, I don't know. There's enough. Yeah. Out of all the crazy things in this episode, <laughs> that's the that's not one of the things that bothered me, honestly. Okay. All right. Uh, how about the president not getting any respect this episode? He's the Rodney Dangerfield, President Dangerfield. <laughs> yeah. Throughout Should the whole have let thing. me take the hit, Jack. And as he's trying to flex, and it doesn't work, and I love that on any level. Yeah, like I, I'm not an American citizen, and this isn't America. So quit ordering me around. And Jack Bauer, who is an American citizen, he's like <laughs> the most American citizen. It still didn't work on him. He nope. is he's president non grata. I what do you think? Because as omniscient viewers, the president's absolutely right about if he would have been droned. Yeah. All the the drones would have been crashed, and the threat to Al Harazi would be over. Sure, I don't think Jack believes that. 
So right? is Jack, like Jack so doesn't is, trust terrorists. Is this some subtle commentary that guys like Jack are the problem? Mm, that we could all could just be. kind of work together? If I mean, I feel like that's a bullshit Pollyanna worldview as well, but sure, is sure. that what the they're trying to promulgate on this show? I don't promulgate? feel like this show really does that much. I feel like, like it does. Like trying to push an agenda or say something important. I feel like it does, except for it uses the family guy writing style. Instead of a big okay. manatee tank full of funny stuff, that's uh-huh. a big manatee, a manatee tank full of current events mm-hmm. and threats and uh, you know freedom issues on the war of terror and just the manatees go and they grab certain balls and it's like there and it's like, Hey, this show is talking about something important. Nope. <laughs> no, the manatees just, just completely randomly random. picked those three balls. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like we need action plot. What can we do here? Right. Uh, I, I don't think there's a message <laughs> to garner. Um, I did. Here's how gonzo this show is. When yeah. Jack, Took off the helicopter in pursuit of the drone because they could track it by its camera feed now. Yep, yep. I thought that it's possible that he was going to ram the drone with the helicopter. Sure. I thought he might die Die hard hard style style. jump onto it. Oh, okay. And ride it down. Because, you know, when uh, Die Hard 4, whichever one that is, he jumps, jumps out of the truck onto the jet and then it spirals out of control and... Or he jumps off the jet onto the freeway that, that's crumbling. Sure, and that's the same. Shit that's like the that. same one where he launches a police car at a helicopter. Yes, it so, is. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I was I was thinking that it might go a little bit that direction. Yeah, I, that's a pretty good comparison, right? Twenty four is the political version of Die Hard. Would you say it's a thinking man's Die Hard? No, God no, I no. Because Die Hard's gotten pretty damn stupid. The last two Die Hard, it has. But you don't want to think during twenty four. That's true. That'll get you in trouble. Right. <laughs> that, that destroys the if illusion. If you have a poor man's version of a brain, then maybe it's a thinking man's version. <laughs> that's that's uh, what would be required. Speaking of poor man's versions, P-Mob. P-Mob, P-Mob is dead, man. I did not P-Mob. see that coming at all. No, I thought they clearly made... Uh, I don't know where Alex Graves was directing last episode or what, but I thought they clearly intimated that he had survived uh-huh. the attack. Yeah. And, but no, apparently it was a murder-suicide type deal. Mm-hmm. Yep. That really made kind the stakes of. of last episode kind of bullshit because he fought this guy off and unloaded into his gut and then just died. Yeah, um, so for him personally, the stakes were bullshit, but for everybody else, now there's a connection to the mole. Mm. Like, now we can track down Navarro as the mole. Mm. Okay. So kind of without that, the rest of this plot wait, is wait, dead Wait, 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 wait. The... The stupid ass assassin, mm-hmm. the stupid assassin, he had to die, but sure. P Mob didn't have to die. He didn't have to die, no. Okay. But since he's dead and since the guy is there with him, right. now we have another lead. Because yeah. otherwise the plot is, is done. Like everything is tied up in a nice neat bow. The I get it. I just dead. wondered why they killed off P Mob. I guess they weren't yeah, yeah. any more interested in him than we are. Does Probably that mean not. that Chloe's going to come back by the end of the season? Because I don't know. We need to talk about the, Chloe. He was the tech guy of the future. I mean, if they wanted to reboot yeah. this around Kate and uh, Chris Parlo and a male version of Chloe, then they needed to keep P Mob. Because doughy faced Radio Shack guy. Uh-huh. Uh I'm not buying him as a Chloe replacement. The guy who got choked out today? Uh no, it's there's another guy. There's another doughboy. 
that was kind of like P-Mob's arch rival. Like, P-Mob is definitely, mm-hmm. you know, he's wearing his little vest, and he's got the P-Mob facial hair. <laughs> uh, and the other guy's all, like, suit, and he's got this big, fat, okay. government-issued face. <laughs> government-issued face. Yeah. He looks like an extra from The Untouchables. <laughs> like, he's, he's going to be riding on... The floorboard riders, aside for Kevin Costner doing some good, <laughs> busting into some hooch hooch gin in nineteen thirty or nineteen twenty nine. Uh, busted that's, up some bathtubs. Yeah, that's not a P mob look. That's a government issued doughboy face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe we should talk about Chloe a little bit since you brought her up. She's kind of up in the air at the end of this episode. Like I don't know how much she knows about the plot of the guy who is in the car with her at the very end, right? The leader of the hackers. Got a lot He's of got feedback some... on that. A lot of Chloe's Chloe's the big bad this year. Uh, sure, yeah. A lot of people are speculating that, and that's not completely impossible. Hey, if I I felt like Nina came out of nowhere. Okay. And yeah. What season was that? That, that was, was season early. one. Yeah. And then she, I think she finally got killed in season three. Maybe it's uh-huh. into season two, but. Uh, and I have a heck of a lot less history and affection with Chloe. You know, it's like, I, I feel like she would, and she's got an actual motivation I'm aware of to take vengeance yeah. on the U S government because she blames them for the death of whoever. Do you like when they, her boyfriend and when they child build to those reveals or do you like when they're just kind of out of nowhere? Like Nina? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think when 24 works best, it's kind of like a sixth sense situation. Mm-hmm. Where it's like kind of mind blowing, but then when you think back, it tracks through. Sure. And they did that a lot the first three seasons. In other later seasons, it started to be like you really questioned everything the man that the person did up to that episode because it's like it just seemed mm-hmm. like the writers came up with this on episode eight, and this guy makes a, a huge face heel turn. And now he's the mole, well, and he's I, twirling a mustache. Where Brad, yeah, yeah. I always got a little whiff of mole. I sure. Got, I got a little whiff of rat off B-Rat. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and Chloe's always got the, the bitch face, stink stink eye going. Like, <laughs> sure. I could totally see her, and she's got the history, and there's you know some personal animosity between the official government, and she's got her girl to dragon tattoo makeup going. I yep. totally could. She's, a little, she's smelling a little guacamole. Sure, uh, I, I could see her being a mole. I I think you know once you do that one, two, three times, it, no, it gets harder. It gets harder, and so it naturally progresses into the kind of about face that you're talking about. Sure, where uh, well, we couldn't see that coming because there was nothing there to see. Uh, I hope that's not. I hope they're not going to do any of that this season because oh, I feel well. like. I hate to see Jim's hope dashed. <laughs> yeah. There's but a lot of things I hoped wouldn't happen this season that have already <laughs> transpired. I would I would revise those hopes. We'll uh, see. I don't know if Chloe's dirty or not. We'll find out. I thought another thing I thought was funny was Cat Stark's security. Uh they quickly realize they're being tracked by this video signal. So she yep. tells her uh meathead chief of security guy, prepare for company. Yeah. Preparing for company apparently means just putting on red shirts. Because uh-huh. when Kate showed up, these guys just were cut down like so much grass. Sure. And there wasn't any even real serious opposition until he started rappelling down and uh, Cat Stark's son hosed it down with a MAC-10 or whatever. Yeah. 
he did pull that sweet three-dimensional tactical move. That was badass. You cannot question Jack's tactics. Like, you think it's all going to be 3D. You forgot the third dimension, bitch. I'm 12 foot above you. Bam, bam. Yeah, that was super cool. Uh, I I like to see that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. there's one part of 24 that I enjoy. Uh, it's probably the gun battles. And say what you will, you cannot sleep on the 24 soundtrack. Sure. Like you're don't giving a shit, and you're kind of half engaged, and you know maybe you're checking out the Steam Summer Sale while you're watching, and then those drums start up. Yeah. And you know it's, it sounds and like Jack it, says sounds I'm like going a, in. sounds like a kid on Ritalin playing the subway. You know, a, a bucket, upside down bucket in a subway, and oh. boom, you're right in there, and your heart's pumping, and you're giving a shit, and Jack's doing badass things. Yeah, I love it. Uh, so, let's talk about Catelyn Stark. Let's talk about the the terrorists here. She should have known she can't trust a liar like Heller. Yeah, right? Um, Trusting a, a politician, a president to keep his word? Come on. She can, however, trust her son. Her Is it her yeah. son, or is it her stepson as well? I, I'm assuming... It can't be, right? Yeah, they can't be the both father. Yeah, yeah. It's the father uh, who's I, the stepfather. Yeah, no, I feel like that both of her children were hers, and okay. then the Al-Harazi dude is their adoptive father, stepfather. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what happened to the original... I don't know what happened to Ned Stark. To Mr. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know what happened to Ned Stark, but the Al-Harazi guy, I don't think, is uh, Kat's, Kat's son and uh, father, biological father sure. to her children. Um. But this this kid is apparently very loyal to her because yeah we he, we were suspecting he was going to be I the mole so. on the terrorist side the latest because they because they had some ideological sure uh, butting of heads it was going to be episode. the opposite of eyebrows defection mm-hmm. it was you're not going far enough yes yeah uh, so I. I really, really enjoyed when they both got thrown out the window. That uh-huh. was so awesome. I'm like, oh, boy, he, he's – because I saw that guy leaning out. Like, don't lean out that window. That's a terrible idea. You're done. But what are you he supposed to do? gets tossed out. And, I, and I, I also just think you – have you ever you thought have... about the leverage in that situation? Sure. Like, you go to your window uh-huh. and you open it and you lean out and think about how much effort it would take me to pull you out of the window – it depends on how far you're leaning out. I guess. Yeah. Like, if you're, like, leaning with your mid-thigh and that's what your contact point, you're probably going to fall out. Yeah. But if it's, like, you know, hitting you at your pelvis level and you've got, like, a uh, a hand up against the wall, uh-huh. I mean, maybe you should brace yourself before. Maybe. I was expecting the guy to get shot in the face. I, I was, was not expecting the full-on Batman treatment. That yeah. was a nice That nice was awesome. Uh, and then when Margo went out the same window... No interrogationer, no interrogating for data or to... Out the moon door. Nope, just out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Introduced her to the moon door. Made her fly. <laughs> Made the bad woman fly. What's going on at the Waterloo Station? What do you mean? It's a train... Why was that the... It's busy. Lots of people. But it's such... I mean, it feels like that's what always gets bombed in London. Okay, well, for Why good reason, apparently. That? Lots There's of people. No, I mean, you, you'd think that, like, bombing Parliament or Buckingham Palace or something, if you want to strike an ideological blow, you'd, you'd hit something that's more symbolic that also has people in it. So her ideological blow here was just to make President Heller feel bad about his decision to not die. Yeah, anyone she killed from that point forward, she could lay on his head. on his head. Yeah, so it makes sense to kill as many just innocent people as possible i think okay right i mean because 
he could say, oh, well, these people signed up for their jobs. They know what they were in for. But a bunch of dudes just get into the subway. And it is 7 o'clock. So a lot of these public offices mm. and buildings are probably closed. Where Probably, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the traffic pattern is in London if there's a lot of people hanging around the subway stations and the train stations at 7. I don't know. Probably more than are in government buildings, I'd imagine. Right on. Uh, what do you think about the plan to cut power? Because they they oh, narrowed, God. they narrowed the signal down to an office building. Uh huh. And Chloe's like, "Hey, there's too much noise uh, with Wi-Fi's and cell signals." And Jack's like, "We'll cut the power." <laughs> a lot of assumptions being made here. Number one, you cut the power that Cat Stark's going to have a UPS system going. Okay. Yep. Maybe she does. Maybe she doesn't. Backup power. It's still not going to do anything about the damn cell phones in the area. Nope. And I don't know how cutting building, the power narrows it down. If at it's all. office building, I'm sure most of the other offices have UPSs too because they're business and they can't afford to go down in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. I mean, my shitty companies, even the shittiest <laughs> ones, always had their equipment running on UPSs. Yeah, taking out the power, I assume, does almost nothing. Yeah. But and the other thing is they never narrowed. I mean, they assaulted the whole building for Christ's sake. Sure. Kate was shooting everyone on the bottom. Yep. Jack literally landed a helicopter on the top and they worked his way down. Yep. They sandwiched him. Yeah. No, they made a cat Stark sandwich. So the I don't know that that seemed like it was completely purposeless. All right. Uh, can you imagine if you're a Londoner? And all this shit is just going down. There's explosions. In there's the this, river. There's this massive gunfight. There's a helicopter that lands on the roof. People are just flying out windows like it's <laughs> a, a, it's like crank three. So like you're you're envisioning being across the street looking out your window. Well, and I mean, seeing this they shit. ban guns. Like even the cops sure. don't carry guns. I yeah. mean, here, I'm in America, right? I can't get a good night's sleep unless people are popping off a few rounds every minute. <laughs> sure. But this is, I'm assuming London, they're not used to Mm-mm. World War Three happening in their block. Definitely not. <laughs> so, yeah, it would be crazy. Uh, the other thing that we didn't talk about with Pima being dead, there were no labels on the assassin's clothes. <laughs> what purpose does that serve? Like, he's so stealth, he doesn't even have labels on his clothes. That's right. These underwear are Calvin Klein's. <sighs> Quick, show a receipt for everyone's bought Calvin Klein's in the last right? seven years. Ah, uh, that was just such a dumb line. Is Who that, gives but a does shit? that? I, I just wonder if that was supposed to signal him as a professional. Like the, this is not. But then they go on later to say he was a professional. Well, as I'm saying, that's an, so... like like a, a criminal that's like mugging people might not carry ID. Sure. Identifying, but they're not likely to take the labels off your clothes. A professional but hitman. What purpose does it serve to take the labels off your know. clothes? I don't know. Like professional hitmen aren't idiots. I bet though it could tell you a lot of things, like the country of origin. Like there's just, I mean, I, I, I don't know maybe, what. I, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we'd be so scared if we knew all the information a person a professional investigator with yeah, all yeah, of the yeah. government databases could tell about us from just randomly picking us up i bet it would be terrifying probably cross reference in medical records dental records purchasing habits all that stuff so maybe sure. that's just professional paranoia wow maybe Maybe it just seems. I'm just like saying overkill. that's that's what I think we're supposed to believe, yes. regardless of whether we believe it. No labels in your clothes <laughs> means you're a professional. My God, he's a professional. He wasn't even wearing clothes. 
and he shaved all hair, <laughs> even his eyebrows, no eyelashes. They call him the ghost. He jerked off three <laughs> times so that he'd have no semen to leave behind his evidence. Wow. Unfortunately, he replaced his, he had, he, he replaced his blood with a homeless man's before he entered the but he was he was unfortunate he released his bowels when he died. We got him. <laughs> he skins himself alive. So no, I yeah, I I don't know how committed you have to be to be a professional to remove all your tags, but <laughs> Okay. Anyway, that's gonna lead back to uh Navarro who takes a device and runs off. Literally just like chokes the guy out, grabs it and runs out of CIA headquarters. After he eye fucks the device for like five minutes. Literally five minutes. We, we yeah. leave the commercial and he's just eyeballing <laughs> Radio Shack and the device he's working with. And which we find out doesn't just work on drones. That's the key, right? It works on any military encrypted piece of hardware. Yep. Regardless. Universal encryption it's a universe, cracker. A universal encryption cracker. <laughs> Uh yeah, so what do you think that the hacker leader, Chloe's boyfriend, wants with this thing? I mean, he didn't care at all about the drones. He was like, I don't give a shit about the drones, just give me the box. So that device would be priceless in the same way that like a magic wand that could cure AIDS would be priceless. Yep. Like yep. it's it's a magical piece of technology that's applicable and could change the world in many ways. I can't even imagine what he's going to do with it, oh, especially since he's, he's the middleman. He's taking it to the Chinese, yo. What? The Chinese uh, who, were, who were mentioned about doing all this cracking and hacking at the very beginning of the series, he's taken that to the Chinese. So what, they're going to pirate movies even before they release now? <laughs> no, they're going to break into our, <laughs> into our power plants. They're going to break into our weapon systems. Okay. I really think that's where it's going. We'll see, though. All right, we'll see. I was completely wrong about Heller, de- Heller dying, so yeah, who knows? My track record isn't that good. Uh, what do you think about the conversation between the prime Mez- prime minister and the president, where the prime minister is like, "You're a crazy old codger. I uh, can't believe you risked your life, but thank God you did." And the president's like, "Ah, it's nothing you wouldn't do." And the prime minister's <laughs> like, "I, I, I, I." Played some Biddy Hill music, and he just like, rapidly yeah. went out the door. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff and also the president he can't decide whether even in the same episode whether Jack Bauer is the best thing in the world to happen to him or the worst thing yeah like in the beginning he's like damn you Jack I want it and I genuinely think he wanted to die maybe like, so it, and it was kind of a selfish act because if you start negotiating terrorists it can probably fuck up all these geopolitical things but he just didn't yeah. want to go crazy he wanted to die on his own terms I can respect that sure I think it's a a morally and ethically murky thing when you're the president of the United States making these calls based on personal nature. But as a yeah. man, I can understand that. Although I I also think it's, you know, not just that. It's partially, well, I think that he thinks Margo would have kept her word and that all of this would have been over if Jack had just let him die as yeah, well. I just, uh, yeah, I just, I think it's funny. Jack's got this like very bondage and discipline patriotism where uh, just once I'd like for him to be like, I told you so, or wow, this was, th- th- I bet you thought this was going to be different from the 17 other situations where you should have trusted me and you didn't. Yeah, yeah. But every time the president's like regretting or grudgingly giving him respect and praise, it's like, it was an honor, sir. <laughs> and then he ejaculates in his pants. Like, he's uh, a junk. He's a, he's a, he, if he could grind up the American flag and snort it, he would. <laughs> 
I think you could make that happen. I probably, but it probably involved desecrating it, which he could never do. Okay, that that's fair. Um, I'm trying to think of what else we can talk about. How about Snowden picking up Chloe from a street corner 45 seconds after he got off the phone with Navara in his Snowden, <laughs> evil Snowden lair? Yeah, he. I mean, that lair must be right around the corner, I, on the same block. It was always funny to read the originals when they're rolling around in Los Angeles and they're going from like the north side to the south side in three minutes and people from Los Angeles are like, you know, busting their gut laughing yeah, in the comments yeah. and message boards. I guess they're taking advantage of we as Americans have no fucking clue about London and how it's laid out. Sure. Because I've also seen this documentary about uh, the uh, UK education system uh, focusing on this one guy, Harry Potter. <laughs> Apparently, they've got this flu network where they can Jesus. just trans- they can just transport <laughs> from uh, fireplace to fireplace. Okay. So maybe he's using the flu system Could to get be. around. He's got a fireplace in that car. <laughs> What's well, uh, the ashtray? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. All how all homes in in the anywhere in the UK is mandated by the government to have mm. a roaring uh, hearth. They have to have a hearth and a fireplace in it for the flu system, and also so that Dick Van Dyke can come clean it. Yes, yeah, yes. They have to. The chimney sweep <laughs> labor union is like the goddamn mafia. You don't fuck with them. <laughs> You just give them their fucking chimneys. You pay them their protection money. If you shave your house burnt down, they chim 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 maru. And they move on with their life, man. And then they ride away on their chimney sweeper. That's right. That's right. Uh, the One other thing that I do want to talk about, the chief of staff, when Audrey thanks Jack for saving her father. And offers offers him use of her vagina. Essentially, yeah. And and the chief of staff, Boudreaux, looks over at her like he does not like that. <laughs> no kidding. Do you think he's got a plan to take Jack down? Because that's kind of been his thing all season. Well, speaking of eye-fucking, he was eye-fucking that presidential extradition order, or whatever the hell you'd call oh, it. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. The fakely signed order to the Russians. He was mm-hmm. eyeballing that pretty hard in the four-way split of doom at the end of this episode. So you think that's going to be... That conflict is going to be brought back up next episode? Yeah, and I just wonder... I mean, something's coming of that, and I wonder if it's going to be, again, the flash forward at the end where the Russians put a bag over his head. That's how, like, season five ended. Like, he was going to be shipped off to the Chinese for God knows what. Yeah. I don't know, and I don't know, can Audrey stop him? Can the president stop him? Is the president going to want to stop him, but then has a grandpa moment? Sure. And forgets everything that happened in the previous 13 hours. Yeah, and I'm curious to see where they go with, with Heller this season. Do they want to bring, like, if they have another season, do they want to bring him back for another season? How far is his illness going to have progressed? Like, well, what I does that look yeah, like because they screen, said that he's got know? a year of lucidity left, give or take. Yeah. So if they do next season, I feel like he'll be in a nursing home. Okay. That's not a good look. I'm hoping for a got... former president. No, no. I'm. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's Ronald Reagan all over again. Hmm. I kind of hope that he doesn't make it out of the season alive. That he is. <laughs> well, he had his opportunity he... to die, and he didn't. You take had your it. shot, and you didn't take it. You pushed out. You could have <laughs> just stood on the field, but nah. Yeah. Um, I got a question. Okay. Are we to believe that B Rat is roughly as effective in the field as Jack? Hell no. Okay, because he, he seems he got a head start. That's it. The the his plan to grab the device it seems like something Jack would do if he was in that situation and then he sure. successfully evades Jack mm-hmm. 
Uh, do you think that evil Mark Snowden is going to kill him when he shows up? Is oh, that that's a force, good question. Is that going to force Chloe's hand? I mean, hmm. if he picks this guy up, assuming Chloe recognizes this guy, which yeah, she should. She should. She started mm-hmm. off the building being tortured, or did they being tortured in the same building this guy's in? Uh-huh. Um, do you think that that's going to have to force her hand? Either she, if she's cool with she it. She has to make a decision. Then she is, you know, she basically was only helping Jack out and trying to minimize collateral damage to the Londoners, but she still really, really wants the U.S. government to hurt. Or if she acts horrified. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's such a weird thing. Like, what is her motivation? Is it really just to help Jack? Like, I don't really care about all this stuff that's going on with drones and that shit. Jack, fine, I'll do this stuff for you begrudgingly. But ultimately, I'm going to take this device and sell it and make a shitload of money and go to Bermuda. I mean, she's been working with this Snowden guy for a long, long time. She has. This Adrian guy. She's got, uh, he cannot, I mean, and she's also not a fool. Mm -hmm. And they also have the ability to take over each other's computers, apparently. Apparently, yeah. How believable is it that he's completely hid all these evil things he's doing from her without her knowledge? Not very. That's what I'm saying. I'm starting yeah. to think some of her emailers are right, that she's this is going to be her Nina moment. All right, well, why don't we get to some of the emailers, because I'm, I'm about out of stuff that I wanted to talk about. Uh, Jason Rice speculates on Facebook, Jack Bauer throwing Lady Stark out the window does not kill her, but rather allows her to get carried around by Hodor while she wargs into the <laughs> remaining aircraft and blows up the White House with a three-eyed drone. Jesus. <laughs> Well done, Jason. Well done. Yeah, can't take that any farther. Philip Z said, last week I called the Heller wasn't really dead because the last time a cast member didn't get the silent clock tribute uh, was when Tony A. faked his own death in the ER. Didn't really care for Jack Bauer just up and murdering uh, Kat Stark by throwing her out the window because it didn't feel earned and it seemed out of character for him. Is your shit troubled? Is it all bunched up? No. Because Jack threw cat out the window no i mean given the circumstances she needed to go right i was mad that, that he was... said your sister not only cat <laughs> i mean to me that's the unforgivable sin yeah no I'm, I'm with you there i i did not have a problem with him tossing a terrorist right out the window yeah but a terrorist who has killed people it is funny though that it other than the chiseling her daughter daughter's finger off and shooting her son-in-law right in the face mm-hmm. if you overlook all that <laughs> that it seemed like catelyn stark was a lot more honorable than the u.s and uk sure. government yeah and again i don't know whether that's a manatee moment or they're actually trying to make some kind of political point here mm-hmm. but uh moving on to pilani who is uh doing some co-hosting duties with me on the orange and the new black cast that you yeah. can check out on baldmove.com her take drops this friday i believe P.S. Did you guys notice that Sang Q Kim is a writer and story editor on 24 Live Another Day? He's also a writer on The Walking Dead Season 3 episode, The Killer Within. That's the one that uh, Lori got, met her demise in. Spoiler alert. Except for Ghost Lori, who keeps coming back and back and back. <laughs> um, she also said, I so that's not surprising. I feel like the, uh, these shows are in sure. the same universe. <laughs> <laughs> they might actually be the same universe. Yeah, yeah like like a month from now, the mm-hmm. zombie virus is going to break out. Yep. 
Uh, today's episode with President Heller, she continues, reminded me of two previous storylines in season two. The director of CTU, George Mason, sacrificed himself in order to save Zivold. Mason was mm-hmm. exposed to deadly chemical and had less than 24 hours to live, sort of like Heller and his Alzheimer's. Okay. But Mason gave much more an eloquent and snarky, smart-ass departing speech than Heller did. <laughs> Mason flew a nuclear bomb to the desert to destroy it without doing harm to any people. Hmm. The other time, a similar story like happened. Slim Pickens. What? Like oh. Slim Pickens. <laughs> yeah, wrote it down. <laughs> yeah. Buck and Bronco. The other time a similar storyline happened was with fan favorite C2 director Bill Buchanan. Bill went from good guy to bad guy to good guy over the course of season four through seven. And season seven, one that I did not see, Bill was working with O'Brien and Almeida to uncover conspiracy during an attack on the White House. Buchanan sacrificed himself by creating an explosion that destroyed most of the task force. The good guys were able to then save President Allison Taylor. I always loved the 24 included diversity in the main cast. They started President Palmer, an African-American president. Prescient, prescient casting, and his brother was elected president in the later season. In addition, they had a female president, Allison Taylor. We can't forget that in season four, Aisha Tyler was a CTU director. Jeez, I don't remember that. No, I don't either. I mean, she's she's on Archer now. Mm -hmm. That's where I most know her work, her voiceover as, uh, shit, what is Archer's? Lana. Lana. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, why? and she's got her own podcast, and she does like no, she's gaming awesome. press conferences and stuff. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if after Obama retires next? Well, I guess he's got two more years. If he sold all state insurance, <laughs> <laughs> if that would if, be amazing. If all yeah. state. If there's anybody work for all state, can can I get Please. three years from now a Super Bowl commercial with President Obama just straight face hawking your insurance? Uh huh. And the people that get it. I will switch from State Farm. <laughs> the people don't get it, I don't care. I can you just do that? I want to see that happen. That'd be amazing. Uh, anything else to uh, to comment on before we move on to Michael uh, H? The only difference between those and the pre between this president and the previous ones is this president didn't actually die, right? Like he didn't actually sacrifice himself. I don't think any sitting president has died. Well, I'm I'm talking about the difference between the president and the people that she's referring to. In previous seasons, are you making a threat against President Obama? Do you realize the Secret Service is listening to this podcast? They probably are. (laughs) No, I mean NSA. Yes, certainly is. Some fucking machine, some robotic agent is for sure. Yeah. No, I'm not making. So so what? I'm I'm too stupid. I'm just saying those people sacrificed themselves. This guy who was going to sacrifice himself didn't actually sacrifice. Kind of. I mean, he had to run off the field, right? Jack yeah. didn't scoop him up in his arms and take off. Is he going to, like, claw his way to his bed in the middle of the night, Gary Sinise-style from Forrest Gump, and say, It should have been me, Jack! <laughs> it should have been me, Dan, on that field! Yeah, it could happen. Yeah. I could see that. That's the uh, plot season. for next season. Olga, uh, oh, whoa, I skipped somebody. Michael H. said, Did anyone else notice that since saving the president's life, Jack is now the boss of everyone? First, he shuffles the president off like his daughter, yeah. Kim, in the limo. Uh, and gets the doors locked on him. <laughs> then he's on the phone telling the embassy, get everyone in the room now. I feel like the show has listened to the audience chorus of Jack's always right, just do what Jack says. <laughs> I think the people in the room seem to have decided to keep all the decisions, or leave all the decisions to Jack from now on. He has ultimate authority. He does. The president gave him ultimate authority <laughs> yeah. three episodes ago. Yeah, that's true. Right? Said, that's anything true. this man needs, get it. That's true. I don't know what article that is in the Constitution right? that Jack Bauer gets everything he needs, but... It's in there. That that clause, that emergency power clause is in effect. 
You made a comment a few episodes ago that Jack's hairbrand ideas would be completely ridiculous except for they happen to work. In this episode, if he had obeyed the president, Lady Stark would have destroyed the drones, Chloe would have traced the signal, and they could have staged the same raid on Winterfell. Mark mm-hmm. II, the president would be dead as he wanted and ordered, and they still would have caught Catelyn. Jack disobeyed a direct presidential order and put the lives of everyone in Waterloo Station in jeopardy as a result. Yep. Shouldn't that have been the president's decision? Yes. You would think so. And you'd think the president would finally, at the end of this day, like, just because things have worked out, yeah. I'm still taking you off the case, you fucking loose cannon. <laughs> because I'll, I'll give you one better. That scenario would have been better because they would have taken Cat alive and she could have yielded all kinds of useful information. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder where the president's resignation letter is. Is he still the president? Oh, that's good question. a good question. Talking about constitutional crisis, because hmm. he he left paperwork resigning. Yeah, yeah. How many hours did he say? Was it like three hours? Like, because he postdated it. Remember? Did he? Yeah, he definitely postdated it for like. I want to say three hours from then, which it's only been an hour. See, I thought right? he said Maybe it was two. like three hours in the past because he wanted to invalidate the fact that he was negotiating with a terrorist as a as a government official. Like he was just a he was just a man talking to a woman. Talking oh, you might sexy be right. Drone talk. You might be right. So I feel like he's not president now. He's not president unless no one's found that paperwork on. His Does desk. it have to be notarized? Maybe that's what Boudreaux was eyeing. Maybe Ooh. that was sitting next to. His his resignation letter. Interesting. I don't know. No, I think that will there'll be some of that that's going to be interesting. Yeah, I hope so because that is a really good question. Uh, anyway, he said uh, he agrees with us. He thinks that the order giving Jack to Russians, Jack's full pardon, and the resignation letter are all in the same folder that Baudreau's sweaty little hands are gripping. Mm-hmm. Audrey gave Jack some come hither language that's about as clear as it can get. His continuing attention to her bothered me in this episode. I enjoyed it when he said, hey, I got a more important phone call, baby. Don't stick your dick in crazy, Jack. Oh, man. This is all, this is all going someplace bad with Boudreaux. Oh, sure. I have a feeling. He hates Jack. He wants Jack out of the picture. He's not a mole. He potentially has the letter of resignation in his greasy hands. Sure. He's got the signed stuff for Jack. I, this is all like a perfect storm of bad news for Heller and Jack, I think. He's going to... He's going to hostile takeover the government What can he do with these three point? documents and, like, white out? <laughs> <laughs> he gets a... The easiest if, one to figure if, out, full presidential pardon for him. If any government official gets a document that's been whited out and re-signed, <laughs> what the fuck are you accepting that document for? I mean, it's, well, there's there's the president's initials by the whiteout. It's got, I always right? like that. Like, so I, I bought a house, you know, I bought a house a couple times and you sign an incredible amount of paperwork. Sure, and sure. on this official document, there was a mistake made. I'm like, hey, there's a mistake. Yeah. Like, no problem. We'll scratch it out and everyone will initial it. Okay. I'm like, it's already bullshit <laughs> that a piece of scribble on a fucking document is legally binding, I feel like, in this day and age. We need, like, blood seals or some kind of <laughs> okay. holographic thing. Uh-huh. I can just scribble my three-year-old's handwriting, like, in crayon uh-huh. by a change in contract language, and it's everyone's fine with that? So, yeah, I, I believe. But I'm saying – so he, he gives himself the presidential pardon. Uh-huh. He gives the president – to the Chinese, he, he, he gives a president the, <laughs> okay, to the not? Russians. Why not? Oh, the Russians. All right. Yeah. And so does that mean Jack has to resign as president? Those three things will happen? Jack is going to resign as president? I'm just saying he's got an extra resignation letter. What's he going to do with that? Oh. 
Yeah, good question. Whose name is he going to change that to? He's going to wait for the next president to get instated and use that resignation. He's going to attach a post-it note that has the names of every government official that's ahead of him in the line of succession. For the resignation. And then it'll all, it'll all kind of like work through the stack and he'll be president. There you go. With a Perfect. full par- pardon for all crimes he's committed. Yep. There's the plot for next season. Uh, anyway, Olga F., she's going to double down on her Chloe's a mole theory. The only thing the Adrian Cross phone call forces us to realize, I believe she's talking last episode, is that he doesn't know who he's being the middleman for. Chloe could be pulling the strings remotely without his even realizing it, which is going to be hilarious come next episode if she's right. Consider the main evil plots, taking over the drones, planning electronic evidence of spying, are hacking issues right in her wheelhouse. She has ties to both Cross and Derek Yates, so she could have been controlling them directly or indirectly through both of these schemes. She blames the U.S. for the death of her family. And how much has she really helped Jack? She let Simone get away when it's important that she escape with the device. She did not get Jack into the embassy. She did not get him out of out of the embassy. She didn't, quote-unquote, see what was hidden in Yates' code. That came out the spider. No silent clock means Heller is alive, but he's alive because Chloe wants him alive. Oh, my God. She's really taking a roundabout path to get to this device. Right, Mar- Margot was never supposed to be able to kill him. They never thought he'd give himself up. So her keeping her original plan going, she had to hack the drone's camera. And let's face it, goth Chloe look is basically the female equivalent of throwing a goatee on evil Spock. Uh-huh. I'm a Chloe <laughs> fan, so I kind of hope I'm wrong, but I still might be right. I, fuck it. That's not the craziest thing this show has done. Certainly. I'm fully on board. I'm repping Chloe's the mole hard. It's it's the long way around to get that device, though, right? She could have gone directly to Margot, but instead she's going to help Jack catch Margot, help her boyfriend get to the mole within CIA to grab the device and get it to them. Well, I mean, why couldn't she go directly to Margot and say, "Look, when you're done with this, we'll buy it from you," because or we I know a we'll be the middleman to sell it. Because she's trying to hide her tracks. <laughs> This is all an elaborate proving ground to make sure the device works Mm -hmm. and, you know, as a way to the devices gets lost or it looks like it's in, you know, good people's hands. All right, the proving ground I could buy. You need an example of this device working to really sell it. Although that poor drone aviator, I feel like that was already the proving ground that it works. It was. And also, this system went from... Uh, this thing's useless now. It can only do the 10, 10 drones it was hard-coded to do. To, yeah, This yeah. is a pan-dimensional hacking device. That was a hard 180-degree turn to make. It feels like maybe there's like 10 channels that you can control at one time, <laughs> and we can only grab 10 drones. Yeah. Yeah. It's silly. <laughs> you do one more, then you lose access to Cinemax. Yeah, it just or shows your HBO's the... HBO's uh, feed gets scrambled. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. um, okay, so... I think that's all the feedback we got. I think that's it. Are we going to get a time jump? Because this is—is is this a, finally a place where we could get a time jump in? I mean, Chloe's the only cliffhanger we got is kind of mm. Chloe doing some weird shit. Well, and the assassin—like, what's up with that assassin? Jack knows about the assassin. Got no tags in his clothes. Oh yeah, they're also got to hunt down Navarro. I don't think that they can yeah. let B Rat run around with that camera not on him for six hours. <laughs> no. I'm telling you, it's feeling more and more like there's going to be some horseshit twelve hour jump in yep. the last fifty minutes of this episode. There are only three more episodes. Yeah, yeah. So jumping twelve hours in any way, yeah, like before between each episode, no. Yeah, no, I, I that 
Hmm, It'd have be to be six between each episode because you can't even. No, it can't. Unless they jump four oh, I see what you're on saying. this one. You're, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So they could do four in each or six if they don't. But you want to break up the story into those four-hour chunks? Like, let's skip four hours and show an hour? I don't know. I, I, it would be interesting if they did that. I don't think they are. Again, it's feeling more and yeah. more like there's going to be a horseshit 12-hour jump in the last yep. – Last the the last bit of thing before we see the commercial break is going to set up next season. That doesn't feel like twenty four though, right? That feels like twelve plus a bonus. Well, the scene. hope was that they by making it twelve, they could give a very pure, uncut twenty four experience without devolving into that's fine. The cougar attacks and, yeah. Ter- and <laughs> yeah. Terry getting kidnapped and having amnesia. And I think all that's... the happy horse shit that usually goes on. They failed yeah. to do that, in my opinion. It's it's a noble goal. I just don't think that they that jumping ahead twelve hours at the end is going to feel satisfying. No, I, I agree. It would have. I would have overlooked it had they had kept everything really taut. But okay. since it's kind of been loosey goosey and sloppy anyway, it's like that's just you shouldn't call it twenty four. It should just been called <laughs> the Jack Bauer Power Hour. Live uh. another day. That would be amazing if they just changed the name of the show. Jack Bauer Power Hour and just fully embraced. <laughs> just went balls to the wall. It, it went like Adam West Batman. <laughs> oh, God. He's running around with large bombs. Sharks are biting his legs while he's climbing helicopter ladders. Because it's a toss-up between the Adam West Batman and Jack Bauer, who's the worst government lickspittle. Like, they, they both have that bondage and discipline relationship with patriotism, man. True. They love it. They yeah. love that patriotism. Jack's just willing to kill. The rougher that patriotism is, the better they like it. <laughs> Any more emails? Uh, no, that's it. Okay. Can I get? Can can we? <laughs> can we get an image of, of Jack running down a pier with a giant bomb, <laughs> and he's trying to get? You know, it's like that would have been with funny. Or without he's spandex. redirecting the Hellfire missile, and there, oh, there's a boat with a bunch of nuns <laughs> on it. Shh. Oh no, there's a there's a barge with children in it. Shh. <laughs> There's a family of ducks paddling across the Thames River. <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool. Yep. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to see the original Adam West Batman movie. It's it's amazing. It's a work of subversive genius. Yep. That's all I'll say about it. All right. How about we do some promotional stuff and get out of here? If you like this podcast, uh, the only reason we're doing it is because uh, we're podcasting full time. We thought, what the hell? And if you'd like to keep us uh, in this full-time seat, please consider going to subbable.com slash baldmove and subscribing to us. S- kick us a little cash our way. Keep us in gin and scotch, and we'll keep making podcasts. Deal? Deal. If you can't do that, go to amazon.baldmove.com. Uh, it's a freaky-deaky thing. Use that link. You're redirecting Amazon, and we just vacuum money out of their vaults. It's yeah. crazy how it works. People are like, is this even working? I assure you it is. Because <laughs> we see orders pouring through every day. There's literally no way you can fuck it up. Uh, if you're really bothered about it, I'm happy if you want to send me like uh, some items you bought, and I can look them up and see if they went through. And but, we'll store all that information in a database. Use it against you later. That's true. Make sure you <laughs> cut out any tags that you buy off Amazon, because otherwise we'll track your shit. Yep. Uh, and if you can't do that, consider rating review us on iTunes, because that's how we... Uh, ensnare more listeners in our net and our and our web of bullshit and uh, we appreciate that and telling friends and family members that's another way you can support us if you'd like to give feedback send it to 24 at baldmove.com get in on our bi-weekly show threads on facebook.com slash baldmove and uh, you can shout at tw- Jim on twitter at baldmove that's it All three right. more episodes to go we'll see how crazy it gets oh I hope it gets crazier 
Chloe, get the, get Chloe the Chinese in there. the big bad 2014. We Could need to be. make some election shirts. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week. Until then, I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. Bye.